हरे कृष्णा डिवोटी नाम ऑल क्लोरिस टू शीला प्रभुपाथन गुरु महाराज टुडे वी आर सो फॉर्चुनेट टू हैव हिज ग्रेस नित्य गोपाल प्रभु जी फ्रॉम हैरिसबर्ग पेंसिल्वेनिया आई वुड लाइक टू गिव अ शॉर्ट इंट्रोडक्शन अबाउट प्रभु जी प्रभु जी इज गुरु महाराज इज हिज होलीनेस राधा गोविंद स्वामी महाराज हिज मटीरियल क्वालिफिकेशन आर हीज hidden masters in computer science and work in the IT sector for commonwealth of pennsylvania and is also involved in the book distribution service in harrisburg pennsylvania hari krishna prabhu ji dandavat pranam please take over the call hari krishna mata ji thank you so much for wonderful will sing the invocation prayer om agyana timirandhasya gyananjana shalakaya chakshurun militam yena tasmay shri gurave namaha shri chaitanya manobhishtam sthapitam yena bhutale swayam roopakadamuhyam dadati swapadantikam vandeham shri guru shri utapadakamalam shri gurum vaishnavanshya श्रीपम सागर जातम सहगन रघुनाथीव साइतम सवदूत पिजन सहित कृष्ण चैतन्यदेव श्रीराधा कृष्ण पदगना ललिता श्री विशाखा हे कृष्ण करुणा सिंधु दीन बंधु जगतपते गोपेश गोपिका कांत राधा कांत नमस्ते तप्त कांचन गौरांगी राधे वृंदावनेश्वरी वृषभानुसुते देवी प्रणमा हरि प्रिय वाचाकुभ्यशा कृपा सिंधुभ्य पतिता पावनेभ्यो वैष्णवेभ्यो नमो नम जय श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभुनिनंद श्रीअद्वैत गदाधर श्रीवास आदिगौरभक्तवृंद हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा डियर ड्यूटीज वेलकम टू टूडे श्रीमद भागवत कथा इट इज माय वेरी गुड फॉर्च्यून टू बी विथ इन योर एसोसिएशन दो आई एम नॉट क्वालिफाइड टू स्पीक आई रियली अप्रिशिएट माता जी गिविंग मी टू चांस एट दिस सर्विस I seek sincere blessings at lotus feet of Sri Lopat Guru Maharaj, Guru Parampara, and all of you, so that I can repeat the teachings of Vaishnava Acharya, glorify them, and Srimad Bhagavat. Hare Krishna. So we are covering uh, Sloka number twelve, the Canto uh, Fifth, Chapter Seven, and Sloka number twelve. We'll read the Sloka. अवरितुषपरिचर्यया भगवती प्रवृद्धमुराग भरदृतहृदय शैथिल्य प्रहर्ष वेगेन आत्मनी उद्भिदमोमुलकुलक उत्कंठा प्रवृत्त प्रणय बाष्प निरुद्ध अवलोकनयन एवं निजरमन अरुण चरणारविंद अनुध्यान परिचित भक्ति योगे न परिप्लुप्त 
परम अल्लाद गंभीर हृदय हृदय अवगाढ़ ताम अपी क्रियमान भगवत समर्पयाम न समस्मार हरे कृष्णा We'll do the word-to-word translation. Taya, by that, itham, in this manner, avirat, constant, purusha, of the personal, of the Supreme Lord, paricharyaya, by service, bhagavati, unto Supreme Personality of Godhead. Pravardhamana, constantly increasing, anurag, of attachment, Bhar, by the Lord, Dhruta, melted, Rujay, heart, Shaitile, laxity, Pravarsha, Vegena, by the force of transcendental ecstasy, Atmani, in, in this body, Abhidyamana, Roma, Pulaka, Pulaka, standing of the here on the end, Utkantena, because of intense longing, Pravrutta, produced, Pranay, Bhashpa, Niruddha, Avaloka, Nayana, awaking of tears of love in the eyes, obstructing the vision. Evam, thus, Nijaramana, Aruna, Charana, Arvinda, on the lotus reddish lotus feet, Anudhyena, by meditating, Parichit increased Bhakti Yogena by dint of devotional service. Pariplupta spreading everywhere. Param highest. Allah of spiritual bliss. Gambhir very deep. Hruday Hrada in the heart which is compared to a lake. Aghad immersed. Dhishan whose intelligence. Tam that. Api Aldo, Kriyaman, executing Bhagavad of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Sapariyam, the worship. Na, not, Sasmar, remember. <coughs> Translation by Sliprupad. Sliprupad ki jai. That most exalted devotee, Maharaj Bharat, in this way engaged constantly in devotional service of the Lord. Naturally, his love for Vasudeva Krishna increased more and more and melted his heart. Constantly, consequently, he gradually lost all attachment for regu- regulative duties. The hairs of his body stood on end and all the aesthetic bodily symptoms were manifest. Tears flowed from his eyes so much so that he could not see anything. Thus, he constantly meditated on the reddish lotus feet of the Lord. At that time, his heart, which was like a lake, was filled with the water of aesthetic love for Lord. When his mind was immersed in that lake, he even forgot the regulative service to the Lord. Purpur by Slipurpat, ki jai. When one is actually advanced in aesthetic love for Krishna, eight transcendental blissful symptoms are manifest in the body. 
those are the symptoms of perfection arising from loving service to supreme personality of godhead since maharaj bharat was constantly engaged in devotional service all the symptoms of ecstatic love were, were manifest in the body of bharat maharaj hari krishna so i will try to cover summary of the points of, from the guru maharaj lecture about the life of uh, rishabdev and bharat maharaj so this part is covered in uh, total 11 chapter first three chapters is described the uh, life story of uh, rishabdev and the remaining eight chapter is the life story of rajarshi mahabhagwat bharat sridhar swami is calling this uh, past tense of bharat maharaj as uh, amrut akhyan it's like a nectarium past time um, uh, amrut is like a nectar so the re- the reason this past tense called amrut akhyan is amrut has two great qualities one is everlasting eternal it will not diminish any time and the second quality of the nectar is it's very relishing palatable and good you know, taste good susadu so similarly the nectar is everlasting this past tense of uh, <clears throat> rajarshi mahabhagwat bharat will be guiding the devotees of the lord on this devotional path they will help uh, to go back home back to god godhead and they will be there all the time eternally in all the planets and uh, they will be here to guide us millennium after millennium and this past past tense are so test uh, tasty and palatable relishable because they are full of the uh, description of the devotional service unto the lord when devotee listens this past tense of the jyoti they are very relishing because they are uh, helping our eternal nature they are about the our relation with the lord because we are not body we are soul and when we listen about the lord that is the food for our soul and that gives the immense happiness and pleasure so that's the reason uh, sridhar swami is calling this pastime as uh, amrutakhyan so bharat maharaj was the oldest son among the 100 sons of the rishab dev and uh, uh, rishabh has uh, nicely trained them and uh, we saw mataji yesterday nicely explained some of the summary was so first nine son become the navigyandras and this past times of the navigyandra and discussion comes later on the 11th canto and the remaining uh, decided to follow the bharat maharaj and uh, we saw some uh, history about uh, bharat maharaj uh, has ruled the land of india and from his name this bharat varsh name came from the bharat maharaj but before that this land it used to call ajnab during the time of the ruling of uh, father of the bharat maharaj rishabdev the reason uh, earlier name of the land of india was, was ajnab is one of the famous name of rishabdev was aj and he is being the son of the king nabhi 
is called Ajnab, is the son of King Nazi. So that was uh, during the uh, ruling of the uh, Rishabdev. But uh, dear, uh, dear Bharat Maharaj ruled this uh, land so nicely with all the principles, considering all the citizens as his son and giving all the devotional principles and teaching them about the, their duties by example. So that, you know, these uh, citizens used to love uh, Bharat Maharaj so much, they renamed the name of this uh, land of Bharat from Ajnab to uh, Bharat Varsha. So that, that was the love of Bharat, Bharat Maharaj towards the citizens, even the, they uh, again renamed the name to Bharat Varsha. That's how we, we still call the land of India, Bharat. So when Bhagavan Rishabda was ready to leave the home, he made the sankalp. Now it's time for me to uh, go to the forest and uh, uh, engage uh, totally in devotional service. So he just made the sankalp to, he should install his elder son Bharat Maharaj as king and he should leave. So that sankalp was enough for Bharat Maharaj to get uh, married and get ready uh, for the kingdom. So when it wasn't the Bharat Maharaj wished to you know, take the kingdom or get married, but because of the in, uh, wish of the Lord, he followed this direction and Bharat Maharaj got married with the daughter of demigod Vishwarup Panchjani. And it is said, uh, uh, Guru Maharaj describes in the lecture, uh, Bharat Maharaj's marriage happened in the Dev Loka, Surga Loka. Because uh, in Satyuga, the Devatas used to visit from Surga Loka to earthly planet. And even some uh, earthly planet devotee used to visit the uh, Surga Loka or Dev Loka. We see so many examples in Srimad Bhagavatam. We have the example of Katwang Maharaj. When there was, you know, fighting going between devatas and the uh, asuras, demons and demigods. So they requested the help of uh, Katwang Maharaj. He was a very powerful king. So Katwang, Katwang Maharaj went in the Surga Loka and helped them to protect to the devatas. And at the end of this war, <coughs> devatas asked, uh, Katwang Maharaj, you have helped so much. Now what can I do for you? What uh, what you would like to get. So, uh, the, that time Khatwang Maharaj says that, you know, I don't want to go back to this Murti Lok, uh, take birth again and again. I would like to get liberated. There, Devata mentions that, you know, the liberation is not possible from Surga Loka. One can get liberated only from the Bhu Loka by doing devotional service. So, you have to go back. So, that time they said, you know, even though even go back, there's nothing left because there's uh, so much difference, I mean, our thousand, um, I don't know the exact the calculation, but our uh, earthly thousand year is uh, almost like a very small fraction in Dev uh, Lokas. So by that time, you know, when uh, Khatwang Maharaj in the Surga Loka, all his generations were changed and all the new things had came and all his, you know, uh, new, uh, new things were there. So that time, uh, uh, Khatwang Maharaj said that then uh, how should I get the liberation? Then 
uh, he had uh, they asked to the devotees how much is my time left so that time you know only 24 minute of his life was left so uh, khatwang maharaj came to the bhuloka and just uh, prayed uh, in the short time frame and he got liberated so that is a very famous example you can see in, in the short time one can you know worship the lord and uh, get liberated and this was the example how they even the devotees used to visit the surgaloka and we have the example of even buchkun maharaj uh and uh, even the uddhav ji the counselor and the dear friend of sri krishna also went to surgaloka to take a training uddhav ji is the disciple of uh brahaspati and he went uh, he went to surgaloka to take a training and he came back so we see so many examples in the simad bhagavatam like the uh, people you mean uh, devotees used to visit from arth loka to dev devloka so recently i was listening one of the clip from gauranga prabhu and propad was visiting the london in uk to one of the reporter asked propad propad why you came here propad mentions you know the britishers have taken everything but there's something valuable thing which is left so i came to give you which is the you know adhyatmic spiritual treasure of india so similarly you know each country is in you know, a specialized in something like uh, japan is specialized in electronics like china is in you know, specialized in you know, manufacturing so many things so similarly the land of india bharatvarsha is specialized in the adhyatma spiritual wisdom which guide us go back home back to godhead so when uh, bharat maharaj lived his life as a king he just did not you know, rule but he has ruled in the uh, shastric way like he has done the yagya as a king because king has so many riches so he used all his riches to doing yagya so the Guru, maharaj mentions the yagya is not just in the havan in the fire but the yagya has harikatha also so they used to do harikatha and yagya and uh, it's uh, mentioned uh, in bhagavad gita uh, the yagya uh, there are two kinds of yagya one yagya is done done in the agni and another yagya yagne is done by feeding the brahmanas and sri krishna says that he gets happy one one who feeds the gets more happy one one uh, does the yagya by serving the brahmanas instead of you know pouring the ghee in the fire if one serves the brahmana krishna gets more happy so there are two ways to one can do the yagya <clears throat> so it is said in chaitarit uh, charitamrit madhyalila 19149 krishna bhakta nishkam atayeva shant bhakti mukti siddhi kami sakala ashant because the duty of lord krishna is desireless 
his peaceful fruity workers desire material enjoyment gyani desires liberation and yogis desires material affluence therefore they are all lusty and cannot be peaceful so the prahlad maharaj was following uh, bharat maharaj was following all the directions shastra's directions and he he was living the ideal devotee uh, life and when bharat maharaj used to do all these you know yajnas he used to offer all the pious activity karma to the lord when one does the pious activities and offers this uh, results to the lord one don't have to come back to get the uh, result uh, pious result of that activity but that is not true if someone is you know bad karma is happening one has to come back one cannot offer the one's bad karma to the lord but it is said we can offer the good karma to the lord so we don't have to come back to get the result of that karma so by doing this devotional service what was the fruit uh, of fruit uh, bharat maharaj got so i mean the love of the lord in the heart increased so much so he felt that you know all these activities are you know uh, it's hindrance in my devotional service i should leave leave and go in the forest so that i can dedicate my life in worshiping the lord 100% so that that's the point lord rishab mina rishab decided to leave the home he divided the all the kingdom among his uh, five sons and he left the pula ashram that's where the shloka starts <clears throat> the pula ashram uh, is right now is uh, near in the uh, bihar uh, near the nepal the name of the pula ashram is harihar kshetra with the it's mentioned in bhagavatam hari kshetra where the pula uh, pula rushi which is the, uh, who is the son of the brahma did the tapasya and there uh, flows the gandaki or chakranadi the reason the the river chakranadi is called this river has the shaligram silas which has the shapes like a chakra circular shapes on it that's why this nadi is called chakranadi also so what was the reason bharat maharaj went to harihar kshetra or the pulha ashram because that, uh, it is uh, the previous shloka this is lamina kshetra or the place where lord is reside when someone goes from our place to the like a uh, vrindavan or uh, mathura or the mayapur the lord sees that you know one has desire to come towards me and the lord is so merciful in karuna karuna nidhan so he gives makes him available as per the that devotee's wish and gives the darshan and realization so similarly when bharat maharaj visited the pula ashram the devotion in the bharat maharaj's heart increased so many times because of the lord's presence at the uh, place of pula ashram 
So when the devotion gets increased, what happens? Prem Diya Hareman. Lord gives the, his uh, eternal love to the devotee and, unka, uh, and he, Hareman, he uh, steals the mind of the devotee. And the one of the, I mean, the meaning of Hari is when Lord gives himself, uh, he takes away all his sufferings and all the, his entangle, entanglement from the samsara. So that is, that, that is the I mean, uh, definition of Hari. And uh, but, I mean, what, what does the devotee do? Just, you know, takes Lord's name, takes the Sharan uh, shelter, and just do the Dandrath Pranam. Just this is enough for one to get the mercy of the Lord. It's uh, written in uh, Chaitanya uh, Charitam Amrut Madhya Lila 22-129. When Chaitanya Mahaprabhu instructs Sanatan Goswami, it is said, Sadhu Sangha Namakirtan Bhagavat Sravan Mathura Vas Sri Mathura Sraddhaya Sevan. One should associate with devotee, chant holy name of Lord, hear Srimad Bhagavatam, recite at Mathura, and worship the deity with faith and veneration. So, one of the, among the 64 limbs of devotional service, the, these are the main six Main, main six uh, link, uh, ways one can do the devotion. One of the way Bharat Maharaj adopted is Dhamvas, which is he went to the forest in Pula Ashram and started worshipping the Lord. So when Bharat Maharaj went and what was the condition of Bharat Maharaj's heart and his worship. So it is uh, described in uh, Bhakti Samrut Sindhu, Rupa Goswami describes. When Gyanis or Mayavadis get the feelings of Brahma Jyoti, and then that is that feelings or that happiness called Brahmananda. So when the when she is experienced, you know, that uh, bliss of that Brahma Jyoti, that becomes Brahmananda. So, the, so how that Brahmananda is compared to the bliss and happiness get from the devotion, bhakti, bhakti to the Lord. It's like a million times more than the Brahmananda. That's what the Rupa Goswami explaining in the Bhakti Rasamana Sindhu. So that much one can get the happiness by doing the devotional service to the Lord. It's way, way beyond the Brahmanand, Mayavadi or Ganesh can get it. And with that Brahmanand, they can forget all the happiness of the Sansara, Brahma Loka, Sorga Loka. There's nothing in front of that uh, bliss one gets from the devotional service. And that's what the Bharat Maharaj is expressing, expressing when he was worshipping the Lord in Pula Ashram. The Maharaj gives the example of, you know, devotee can experience that bliss in the life. Uh, uh, like, you know, someone gets up early morning, takes ba- bath with after nice rest and goes and attend the Mangalarati in front of the Lord in the morning with the 
calm, quiet environment, one can feel that happiness and bliss that, you know, there is nothing more blissful or happy moment in that situation. So one can feel this kind of, you know, happiness and bliss in the association and the worship of the Lord. And one can uh, relish or realize that you know, the material happiness is nothing in front of this devotional, happy, blissful situation. When devotee gets the happiness from devotional service, other material happiness will not attract him. This is called transcendental happiness. And one can get it not uh, from so many ways. Prabhupada has introduced us so many ways like uh, Naudha Bhakti, like we can do the Japa early morning. Uh, uh, this so nice arrangement uh, during this pandemic, you know, there's so many new uh, Bhagavad Kathas there. One can engage and listening Bhagavad Katha. This nice, uh, you know, Mataji is, you know, arranging this nice uh, way of coming every day uh, with good, good speaker and we get to listen the Bhagavad. That's a wonderful way of, you know, <clears throat> one can feel the transcendental happiness by engaging in these services. And uh, Mataji yesterday nicely explained the Archa Vigra service. You know, that, that is also one of the uh, way one can, you know, uh, get the transcendental happiness. And everyone should hanker for that, you know, this kind of uh, happiness so that, you know, he can grow in the devotional service. So the Bharat Maharaj was expressing all this when he was uh, worshipping the Lord. So we'll go to the shloka and see the in detail. So Avritta Purusha Paricharyaya. So how, how Bharat Maharaj was worshipping the Lord? Avirat, like uninterrupted all the time, continue, like 24 hours. So when, when one is engages and gets the bliss and happiness, he forgets all his bodily activities. Bharat Maharaj was you know, doing Avirat, Purusha Paricharyaya, Bhagwan Purusha is Bhagwan Paricharyaya is uh, devotional activities. Not even sleeping, not even taking, no, he don't had the bhan, the remembrance of his bodily activities, like it's time to, you know, get up or time to sleep. All these activities was, you know, almost, you know, Bharat Maharaj has forgotten. All his uh, attention was avirat purusha paricharyaya. In that uh, mood, in that you know, trance, he used to forget about all his bodily activity. And he used to do the paricharya without break. So that is the... And the, uh, and the continuation, Bhagavati Pravardhena Anurag Bhradruta Hraday Shaitile. So further... <coughs> How he was doing his devotion? Pravardhaman. Vardhaman, but uh, Pravardhaman is like in Vishesh uh, Rupena Vardhaman. Like 
प्रकृष्ट वर्धमान सो द अटैचमेंट वॉज इंक्रीजिंग डे बाय डे विथ हाइयर स्पीड टू द सुप्रीम पर्सनैलिटी ऑफ गॉड हेड एंड हाउ इट वॉज अनुरागेन राग इज समथिंग एन आसक्ति परम आसक्ति इंटेन्स अटैचमेंट एंड डिजायर एंड अनुराग इज कॉल्ड इफ देर अ रीजन टू ब्रेक दैट यू नो आसक्ति और दैट अटैचमेंट बट स्टील इट डजेंट ब्रेक दैट कॉल्ड अनुराग बिकॉज इन द ड्यूटीज लाइफ दिस सो मेनी इंस्टेंसिस कम्स दैट कैन स्टॉप और गो अवे फ्रॉम ड्यूशन बट द If one sadhaka devotee has anurag in devotional service, anurag in the Lord's service, he will not break. His I mean, he will continue going on the devotional path. So this is the meaning of anurag. By having chance of stopping one's activity, doesn't stop, and with the he goes increasing. Uh, the devotional service that 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 is the anurag <clears throat> so this kind of anurag was increasing day by day in bharat maharaj's life by worshiping the vasudev with the whatever the, uh, how bharat maharaj was worshiping when he was a king he has all the riches so he utilized all that resources in worshiping the lord but when he went to the forest he don't had any riches in the uh, so many things to do the worship but he used to collect just fruits flowers tulsi leaves and twigs and he used to worship lord with all these in you know, the simple things So, I mean, how was the condition of Bharat Maharaj? Whenever he used to go out, he used to think these are the very nice, komal komal fresh leaves I can offer to the Lord. These are nice flowers I can offer to the Lord. So that was the mind state of the Bharat Maharaj when he was in the forest. So, so one don't need to do the elaborate arrangement and the costly things. One can worship the Lord. and ishwara with whatever the whatever the riches or the whatever the things he has patram pushpam phalam toyam yome bhaktya pranashyati so but we have to i mean one has to offer with the bhava with the bhakti that help us to take us to towards lord and purify our heart <clears throat> so the further so an uh, attachment to the lord was increasing in bharat maharaj's life so it says druta hrudaya shaithile with that attachment what happened no interest uh, um, bharat maharaj left no interest in the daily daily activities like eating bathing and only immersed in the devotional service he won't used to remember what time he has to get up what time he has to take prasad hrudaya shaitile that is the meaning of hrudaya shaitile mean mean he won't used to remember the, his daily activity that is the condition called hrudaya shaitile further it is described praharsha vegena 
So, I mean, uh, the attraction for the Lord used to increase with the Prahash Vegena, like Prakrushta Harsh Vegena, with the full speed, Bharat Maharaj's attraction was increasing towards the Lord Vasudev. And what happens with the, uh, when that attraction happens? Atmani Udbhidyamana Roma Pulaka Kalakaha. All time here used to stand on his uh, Maharaj body because of the <clears throat> intense devotional service. And he used to stay in the ecstasy all the time because <clears throat> his hairs used to stand on the end. And Maharaj mentions, you know, devotees feel this ecstasy sometimes, but because of the strong, you know, avirat ani praharsha vegena devotion, this astasatvik bhav, this, you know, romance, pulak uh, khadehona, this was used to all the time in the body of Bharat Maharaj. That was the Bharat Maharaj condition by worshipping the Lord. He, ha- he had this, you know, Roma Pulaka Kulaka, uh, all the time, Romans used to stand on the Bharat Maharaj body. Utkan, and, then, uh, and then what happens with that? Uh, after that, Utkanthe Pravrata Pranaya Bhaspa Niruddha Avaloka Nayana. Because of that intense longing, the tears used to come in the eyes. And because of the tears, the vision used to get obstructed and he, Maharaj, won't used to see the what, the, whatever the devotion, uh, devotional activity he is doing. Because of the love, his eyes used to be full of tears and he won't used to see what he is doing. So that was the condition of Bharat Maharaj when he started uh, serving the Lord in Pulha Ashram. <clears throat> the further Nij Ramam, Raman Anuraga Charana Arvind Anudhena. So Nijaraman is one who gives the happiness to the devotee. Lord gives all Lord was giving all the happiness to the Bharat Maharaj. And all the Astasatvik Bhavas Bhavas was coming in the Bharat Maharaj body. <coughs> and it is said here Aruna Charanar Arvind Anudhe. That means Lord now the the attention of Bharat Maharaj is on the lotus feet of the Lord. He used to worship lotus feet all the time in his heart. Parichit Bhakti Yogena Now with the, what happened now, intelligence used in, the, I mean, because of that all uh, Bharat Maharaj intelligence is Uh, mixed in the happiness arised in the heart from the devotion. So one, once intelligence is, you know, mixed in the happiness so that he won't remember or won't have the intelligence what service is done and what service he has to do. 
So Bharat Maharaj went in the further condition, even his intelligence is immersed in his happiness, so he don't remember what service he has done, what is not, I mean, what is done. So basically he surpassed, surpassed all the conditions of the bodily platform. So there are a couple, I mean, so many examples in Srimad Bhagavatam <coughs> about the, you know, gross body and subtle body. When one lives from uh, this uh, gross body to the another body, he separates from the only his subtle body. But when lives, one lives to the Golok, uh, Golok Dham, he separates from his subtle body. So that is the condition of Bharat Maharaj is described here. <clears throat> so regarding Astasatvik Bhava, I will you know, read a little bit uh, from the Veda base. The Astasatvik Bhava realization is, it is said, Krishna is present in the name, but we have to realize it. This realization is not easily achievable but it will come to one who sincerely hears and chants the holy name. It's a gradual process. The first, is, first symptom of such realization are feeling bliss and urge to dance along the chanting. Gradually by chanting, devotee feels the personal presence of Sri Krishna more and more and further qualify for the gradual bhavas. So there is one example given, like coconut, how the astasatvik bhav comes. For example, the coconut becomes completely dry. The coconut pulp within the coconut shell separates from the bondage or shell of the covering. By moving, one can see that here the pulp within the coconut is no, no, no longer attached to the shell or the covering. Similarly, when one is fully absorbed in devotional service, he is completely disconnected from these two material bondage, which is subtle and gross. So in this connection, there is a word called Mukta Linga. So what is mean by Mukta Linga? Mukta means the liberated and linga means the subtle body. When a man dies, he quits the gross body, but the subtle body of mind, intelligence and ego carries him to a new body. While exi exiting the present body, the same subtle body carries him from one stage to another. The mental condition of... <clears throat> So at the date, the process of changing body takes place due to the subtle body, the mind, intelligence and ego, carries the soul from one gross body to another. This is called transmigration of soul. But there is another stage when one becomes liberated even from the subtle body. At that time, the living entity is competent and fully prepared to transfer to to the transcendental spiritual world. The description of bodily symptoms of Dhruva Maharaj 
makes it appear that he becomes perfectly fit. So this is the example of Dhruva Maharaj when he was ready to leave the <coughs> this planet and join Golokurundavan Dham. What was the condition of uh, Dhruva Maharaj that's described here? One can experience the distinction between subtle and gross bodies even daily in dream. So it is the example in dream, one's gross body is lying on the bed while the subtle body carries the soul, the living entity to another atmosphere. But because the gross body has to be continued, the subtle body comes back and settles in the present gross body. Therefore, one has to become free from subtle body also. This freedom is known as Moktalinga. <coughs> So, so here I, I will stop here. I mean, this was the you know condition of Bharat Maharaj. Not sure I did the you know justice to the pastime, but whatever I can you know I described. So, does anybody has comment question? We can discuss further. I'm not that good in the giving lectures. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hare Krishna Prabhuji, Dandavat Pranam. Uh, although it's your first time Prabhuji, but I sincerely love your class and I, uh, it's a really nectarian class Prabhuji. Uh, I request all the devotees, if they have any questions and query, please go ahead and ask. Hare Krishna Prabhu. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna Prabhuji, like Puja Mataji said, wonderful class and uh, you shared some points which interest me a lot, you know, like, uh, and it's hard for me to understand, like you said in the end that the subtle body uh, carries the soul and then uh, it has the mind, intelligence and ego, right? Correct, correct. So, uh, it also has the senses, right? Because... Uh, we heard in the Bhagavad Gita that the uh, five senses and the sixth sense is the mind. Like although visibly we can see the eyes, ears, nose of each other's, right? But the point is the eye is seeing, you know, and the, the ears are hearing and uh, we are smelling. That's more on a subtle level. Mm -hmm. Correct, correct. Correct. So, so isn't the... We say, you know, mind, intelligence and ego. Shouldn't it be mind, senses, intelligence and ego? Uh, what I understood, Mother, is senses are attached to body so and they come as a part of gross body. Okay. Because uh, without body, senses will not be working. Now, the the uh, part you mentioning is a mind's thinking, but they are not the senses. Uh, Mind cannot, uh, mind can think of it, but he cannot see it. He cannot uh, taste it. So yes. the senses are the part of gross body. That's what I understand, Mataji. So, so basically the mind is a connection between the senses and the body. Because, you know, if I tell myself, suppose I go for a walk and then I tell myself, okay, Today I have to raise my hands and up and down I have to raise my hands and do exercise. So my mind is telling my hands, 
you know hand is like a, a sense of touch and then I raise my uh, hands up and then I raise my hands down so mind is very strongly connected to the senses it's giving direction to it that do exercise like this walk like this you know jog like this so uh, that that time I sometimes wonder that why the senses are uh, because mind is giving direction to senses so it's so intimately connected so how can the senses who are doing different things uh, you know uh, who are doing uh, things on a subtle level also die with the body right so yeah, that's wonderfully explained and that's you are right Mataji so what happens in the senses give the imprim imprints on the mind that's why when we leave, separate the, you know, the subtle body separates from gross body it carries all the imprints of the senses with him because senses has you know uh, give the, all the inputs to the mind and mind is carrying these all the input and imprints uh, further with the subtle body so they are inter interlinked you are right I mean, the mind is the, the senses and mind has the medium to ex 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 exchange these you know different different things because any mind has its own nothing on his own he gets feed from the senses because body has senses attached to it and senses you know trains the mind do this do that uh, I have seen in something good you have to go and see it I saw the you know new car with my eyes now mind says that uh, mind gets you know trained hey, I have to get a new car so this is the in uh, this is the you know connection between senses and the mind mataji yes. so one one engages you know one senses in the devotional part then mind has that you know good devotional things uh, uh, to carry as, as a subtle body so when uh, one engages one's eyes you know taking darshan of the lord then mind is trained to think in that direction when worship the arch, uh, uh, worship of the archa vigra <clears throat> offering to receive preparing prasadam offering to the lord then mind gets trained in that direction hey i gets happiness doing the devotional service so basically our gross body trains our subtle body and that gets carried from one uh, life to another life to the, uh, in the when the one changes body so this is our permanent bank balance of a subtle body like intelligence mind and if, uh, false ego so which is so that's why it's called when one does the devotional service is not helping just for the this life he's helping for his many many life like some people says that you know I, I would like to do the pious karma like feed the hungry people are you know uh, help for the you know needy people but that help is only for this life but the devotional service what we're doing that's are helping because you're carrying as a subtle body all these you know pious karma and that's helping to your so many births and fun and the later on at the end you that helping you to get rid of this business of taking birth and death so that's why devotional service is way ahead than the, you know doing the pious karma activity we saw that you know Bharat Maharaj did the pious karma but he gave all the reasons to the Lord but nowadays people does the pious karma they wanted to get the result and uh, they want to do enjoy that uh, 
result of pious karma. That's not the right attitude. If he does the uh, result, he's destined to come back and uh, he has to come and suffer in this material, suffer while he will get some uh, pious karma of that, you know, good, uh, good karma he has done. But he's uh, ent entitled to come back. So th this is the mean, uh, value of devotional service. One has to don't to come, don't have to come back. Is getting rid of his uh, cycle of birth and death and going back home back to God. So that is the value of devotional activity, and that's I mean, uh, and we can see that you know how subtle body help us to uh, carry from one body and ultimately go back home back to God. Hope uh, I did some <laughs> justice to this topic, Mataji. Yes, Prabhuji, and one more thing you said that the subtle body, uh, you know, goes with uh, Atma Paramatma. Correct. Soul. Yeah. It's attached to the soul. Yeah. One, one body them, to right? another body. They both uh, like go because uh, yeah. like, and then once they go with the Atma Paramatma, then the, you know, like the Krishna or whoever is there, the material nature, they decide what is going to be the next body for us. Actually, we are the yeah, we are the creator of our own destiny. Whatever doing in this life, that each activity is generating our next body. So that's the reason Bharat Maharaj all the past time he used to offer to the Lord so that they are not gonna generate next body for us. So similarly, when we do past time good pious activity. If we offer the result to the Lord, then we are not destined to get another body to come and, uh, and get the re uh, result of that. Did I, did I answer your question, Mataji? Yes, yes. So that means all our actions are, are kept accountable, right? Yes, and yes. It's kept accountable and then accordingly, um, you know, I'd heard also a very nice thing that if we had done some... Uh, we have broken some regulative principles in the previously before coming to Krishna consciousness. Then I was hearing from a very senior devotee and he was saying that uh, once we come into Krishna consciousness, then those are wiped out also. Those are wiped out. And then we should yes. not continue. Just like the story of, uh, you know, Jagai Madai where uh, Lord Chaitanya told them that, you know, you just, uh, whatever you did, you did. But uh, now you, uh, you know, uh, stop uh, whatever you were doing like that yes devotional activity has the power to burn the burn the previous karma, previous karma. it does yeah it does so during the jagai mada i mean uh, the when uh, he, lord chaitanya mahaprabhu to jagai jagai madai that time uh, uh, he said you know i have done uh, so many <clears throat> bad activities, how should I get rid of it? So that time uh, I think uh, Nithananda Prabhu says, you know, just do one thing, take a uh, Tulsi leave and offer to me. So when he uh, offers the Tulsi leave on the hand of I think the Lord uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, then Chaitanya Mahaprabhu gets in the black, so that much karma the uh, Jagai Madhya has did, but just offering Tulsi leave, he burns all his karma and uh, he gets purified. So, I mean, the devotional service has such a power, like just offering one Tulsi Leo, 
uh, we burn so many karmas. So yes, I mean, whatever the karma, karmas we have done in our past life, life, devotional activity has the power to burn them. But we should not engage in, the, there is a possibility to uh, engage, I mean, uh, happen the other karma, but if one engages his activity in totally devotional service, then there is a possibility we may not add more and we'll, the previous will be, you know, taken care of uh, this life's uh, devotional service. And it is said that it, this is not the one life. I mean, if one is totally in the <clears throat> devotional service, I mean, uh, I heard I mean, uh, in some of the lectures there are some personalities. Uh, there is uh, uh, Maharaj, uh, uh, Rajendra Dasi Maharaj. So, uh, once he was, you know, <clears throat> walking and one personality came, he said, and he paid the obeisance and he said, you know, I, want, I wanted to tell you something. Because this is your last, uh, last birth. After this, you're going to go back, come back to Godhead. And uh, he said, why are you saying that? Maharaj said that. Because I know, I, I, have, I know this Shastra and I, and I can, I mean, I know all the signs on your body. So he told me, you, uh, you have this sign on uh, this part of body, you have this sign. And all the signs found on the Maharaj's body. So, in short, one can take couple birth, one can take, you know, more births, and one can take one birth, go back home, back to Godhead. Just how intensely we pray, how intensely we engage in devotional service, that will decide how much time we have to go back home, back to God. Thank you, Prabhuji. Thank you so much. This topic always interests me. And because, you know, when we say we are not the body, then, uh, you know, that's not very, that's a very powerful statement made by Srila Prabhupada. But mm -hmm. then we have to understand subtle body, this body, that, you know, like gross body. And uh, so basically, uh, you know, we are uh, eternal servants of Krishna, you know. And Correct. we should be always uh, functioning at a Atma Paramatma level Correct. and surrendering everything to Krishna. Yeah. Thank you so much, Prabhuji. And uh, we mm -hmm. actually really look forward for more classes because your some parts of the classes I was trying to hear. Um, you were like going deep into a, a subject, you know, and uh, explaining nicely. And uh, and I feel that why we didn't have you on the call, but it was a blessing that one day, I just wanted to mention for everyone's uh, this thing that we didn't have a speaker come, and then uh, me, Manidhar Prabhu, and there was another Mataji, uh, who's not been coming, I didn't know her name. Her name was, uh, she was there, uh, maybe we can contact her and ask her to come. So then we had a small class and Prabhuji gave such a wonderful class and Shiva Bhagavatam, me and Manidhar Prabhu were there and few of us were there only. So I was like, you know, devotees, I know that devotees have hidden treasure inside of them and just that we have to find it <laughs> and spark it, you know, just like Vashishika Prabhu says, uh, fan the spark. <laughs> and then, you know, we are there. Uh, definitely we are benefiting much more, Prabhuji. You are also benefiting, but by hearing, we are purifying our ears and heart, and thank you so much. So, Hare thank Krishna. You. Thank you so much for encouraging, Mataji. I am the short speaker. I get difficulty speaking for a long time. <laughs> so, we'll see, Mataji. <laughs> yeah, I'm today the class was still about 40 minutes. That's nice. Thank you so much. Hare Krishna. Hare thank, you. thank you. Thank you.
हरे कृष्णा प्रभु जी हरे कृष्णा माता जी आई लाइक आई वॉज ऑल्सो थिंकिंग लाइक आई हैव हर्ड फ्रॉम दुरु पुराण दैट वेन द बॉडी वेन दोल लिवल विद द सटल बॉडी द ग्रॉस बॉड आई मीन लिव द ग्रॉस बॉडी अलॉन्ग विदल बॉडी आफ्टर डेथ द सोल कैन स्टील hear the crying of the uh, the near and dear ones around the dead body and the soul accompanies and hears the hari naam that, uh, that that accompanies uh, him the dead body to the burning heart so uh, i had i thought back and then uh, i realized that uh, the sankha philosophy that kapila dev uh, told to mother devahuti on uh, canto 3 that uh, of the 26 elements and that mahatatya consists of only five are gross and the re- and the remaining are uh, also part of the mahatvatva uh, and that is creation uh, and senses are also part of it senses and the sense objects so senses and sense objects are uh, as per the sankhya philosophy is not part uh, are not part of the five gross elements that is uh, uh, earth water fire air ether so they are separate from it so the same uh, so uh, the body our body consists of five gross elements mm-hmm. but the senses uh, as per sankha philosophy and the sense objects can still be separate but not mixed with the mind uh, mind body and false ego and uh, but can still be separate from the gross body i think that is why uh, we can uh, hear that is the subtle body can still hear and uh, the wailing relatives uh, around the gathered around the dead body and he wants to say but his karmendriya is not there his ganendriya is there the karmendriya is not there he cannot speak uh, that's what i heard and also he hears the hari naam that uh, goes uh, uh, that people sing when taking the dead body to the uh, cremation crematorium so uh, uh, that is why i uh, heard that uh, people uh, sing the hari naam when uh, ram naam satya uh, uh, are hari uh, bol uh, uh while carrying the dead body uh, so i was uh, thinking along that line if i am not mistaken project that is correct uh yes prabhu men i mean soul might be he- uh, hearing on the yeah different different platforms like uh, as you said the I mean karmendriya uh, function is different and soul function is different yeah they are they are the different level uh, hearing Yes, yeah you, because yeah. like what i saw i mean what i heard it uh, canto 3 that uh, from the uh, when mahavishnu lay on the uh, karuna ocean the causal ocean then uh, uh, okay no, no, okay that was the creation of the universe okay yeah so, so uh, f- first uh, um, uh, okay first uh, first uh, yeah gross elements came and from the gross elements and the senses came uh, so senses are still considered separate in the sankhya philosophy if i am not mistaken yes this is a huge topic uh, prabhu i think yeah um, we have to go go and and more get more clarification yeah it's quite deep yes yes bro yeah, yeah thank you thank you prabhu ji for i just wanted to say one thing like prabhu ji mentioned one line ram naam sat hai so people in india and uh, most parts of india no they will say this uh, they chant like this so what happens is that uske baad when everything is done 
then ram naam is not a satya so they get so much involved in their material life that you know then when there is a next death in the family then again they will do the ramayan ka part and garuda part and ram naam satya hai they will do that but this moment which shila propat has given us is a moment where we know we don't know when we are going to die parikshit maharaj at 7 days we don't know it'll be today mm-hmm. tomorrow evening morning you know how many hours seconds we don't know so that way we continue and stay connected to the lord through the chanting of the holy name and uh, so it's like this moment is like uh, you know i i feel that we are so much in depth to shila propat so much in depth to shila propat that you know and even like uh, uh yesterday was advaita acharyas uh, uh, you know like so much in depth to these acharyas i mean they were praying so intently because they saw the materialistic society here and you know one after the other one after the other you know krishna was so merciful that he came through lord chaitanya and then you know uh, shri prabhupada guru maharaj spread this uh, movement and uh, i feel that you know like every time we know that some near and dear and even if they are not krishna conscious and they are not uh, they are not uh, they are like in coma or they are in the hospital and those people who know that somebody in the family is leaving the body they should connect with devotees and devotees should immediately assemble because that hari naam is the is so important uh, to do hari naam uh, in front of a body which is you know like sick and about to die or doctors or in a hospice or whatever situation that hari naam is so important because krishna says in the bhagavad gita that you know i want you all i'm waiting for you all to come back to me you so mm-hmm. to come back to me mm-hmm. so even that person is a karmi person has never chanted but you know in a miserable situation he is because it's like for a devotee it's not like uh, when uh, you know devotees are facing situation it's not like thousand copies are biting them but for the other people it is a miserable situation and i also heard that when a person you know is going to die 3 days before he starts getting bad dreams and yamaraj comes in different forms and some people have complained there was a father who complained that you know i've been lot of i cannot sleep i cannot do anything and after that he left the body and of course uh, i'm sure that uh, you know if there was some devotee connection then they can uh, you know like uh, deliver seven generations or something like that i had heard mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is good then it won't be so much but still we whatever karma we have done and if you are not chanting we just like seeing okay these members are chanting but we are not doing it from our own mouth you know then then we have to face uh, the you know like uh, yamaraj and uh, and that's very painful but definitely even in the last minute if there is a hari naam and that person is like contemplating on the holy name which he's never done ever in his life he'll be lucky enough to go and uh, you know uh, go back to godhead so it's very important that all of us when we know we should collect devotees and go there to save the soul so that soul you know can go back to krishna like uh, yeah. very very important uh, this kind of uh, this thought came to me because uh, what uh, partha prabhu mentioned like you know it's uh, you know this uh, this concept of ram naam satya hai or saying only when the death is there is a very useless concept i mean it's good they're saying it that time but then everybody you know after the tervi or whatever chautha uh, some people have uh, three days also you know uh, different different people have they totally get back to their own world you know yeah, there is yeah. no ram there is nothing at all 
Yeah, and we do follow here, Mataji. In our area, so, sorry to stop you. Um, in our area, we have the devotee community in Harrisburg area. So we are, you know, we we get the, you know, as in like a devotee community, we get the I mean, uh, information saying that he is ready to leave the body. So we go in the hospital and we chant because most of the hospital, you know, they have the idea. I mean, they have. You know, they know when he's gonna ready to go they pull the plug so we go so many times we went and chant harinam in the hospital or their home and because so that you know they leave the body while hearing the harinam and that's a wonderful service one can provide you know when soul is yes. living and that's yes. being practiced that in, in our area we do and do the harinam wherever you know when tell us you know it's ready to leave we go on there and do the harinam and you said very rightly mataji when I mean, uh, is not going to get better than this I mean we are such a fortunate you know we have so many acharyas instruction and more of that you know we just I mean had chaitanya mahaprabhu's incarnation it's and everything all the teaching is still you know prominent and fresh and all acharya has kept it intact and giving is so the one of the point i was going to mention in the lecture it is not going to get better than this abhinay to kabhi nahi so this is the golden opportunity we should you know utilize and work hard and uh, in the service and go back home back to god yet yeah, i mean this is the uh, sentence of the krutudas ji maharaj abhinay to kabhi nahi if hap- doesn't happen this time it will never happen <laughs> it's not going to get better than this Yes, Prabhuji. Thank you so much, Prabhuji, for this wonderful class. And we heard you first time. So nice class. And I, I especially like how you explain very deeply about the Khatwanga Maharaj and Bharat Maharaj. And um, we are the creator of our own destiny. So very nice class, Prabhuji. Please come more.